0: Praise God for going to be one of those days, isn't it? It's one of my favorite passages. There you go. I knew you'd like that. That's why you, we had to start there. So as you can tell, Lou's over there. Hey there. I'm over here. Not that that matters to anybody. We're here to tell you that God is God and no one else is either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seems self-evident, but it's, maybe it's you not. You would think
0: that, but have you met the world lately?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Yeah, there you yeah, go. I've met him. I rest my case. So what are we talking about today? Well, we are going to be talking about some ecclesiology, and we are going to do this from Daniel chapter 3. Again, I say this all the time. One of these days I need to actually sit down. We should do that. You know what? I have a gra- crazy idea live on the radio. What do you What's think, that? right? We should do Bible verse Fight Club. Fight Club? Yeah, uh-huh. and like... Like, pick, pick Bible verses and, like, then rank which ones we like better. Okay. Because you, you, you already know what my favorite Bible verse is. <laughs> it, it's Nehemiah 1325. <laughs> because that's, it doesn't get any better than, and I beat them about the head and pulled out their beard and made them swear by God. I mean, you're not topping that. But this, is, this has got to be top five in here somewhere, right? For sure. I mean, For sure.
1: I mean, they're, they're getting ready to be thrown into a fiery this is, furnace. This is good
0: stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, like, there's bad Bible verses, but let's be honest... I mean, if I could give you Jesus wept versus this, come on, who you got? Who you putting a 20 on? That's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. You can't see the face, but I can see the face. Yeah. And lose acknowledging that I'm right.
1: You're right. <laughs> yeah.
0: We might have to sit down and actually do this. It, like, we'll, we'll make a tournament bracket and, and like, see which is the, the king of the Bible verses.
1: Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Based
0: on no criteria other than how we feel that day. All right. Because isn't that what matters?
1: No, just we covered that, but just to make sure. I was going to say, what what kind of question is that? (laughs) Have you changed your mind?
0: (laughs) Never. Never. All right, what are we talking about? We're talking about Daniel 3. All right, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, the height of which was 60 cubits, and it's width 6 cubits. That's one heck of an engineering project. How does that thing not blow over? Yeah, but how does that not blow over? What is it, 90 feet tall by 9 feet wide? That's like a sale. It's asking for trouble. Give the Babylonian engineers credit that that thing stood up. Yeah, I was just going to say they they knew how to engineer things. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent word to assemble the satraps, the prefects, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Are you picking up on a theme yet, Christian? If you're not, we'll cover it in a second. Then the satraps, the prefects, and the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces were assembled for the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald loudly proclaimed... Here, we'll do this in our herald voice. You ready? Herald. To you the command is given, O nations, peoples, and men of every language, that at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, Flute! Liar, trigon, sultry, bagpipe, and all kinds of music. You are to fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, has set up. There's my Babylonian herald voice. So epic. Isn't that awesome? Yes. I should should do movie trailers. (laughs) But whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. Dun, dun, dun. That's not in there, but it should be. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been. Therefore, at that time, when all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, bagpipe, and all kinds of music, the pe- all the peoples, nations, and men of every language fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had set up. All right, before we go any further, let's make sure we cover this real quick. Because we're doing this sans notes. For those of you that don't remember how Microsoft fonts work, that means without. <laughs> remember, there's the serif fonts and the sans serif fonts. I felt so smart in high school when I figured out what that meant, you know. It's like, ooh, I'm learning Latin. <laughs> so, we are trying not to be too crazy about this, but a handful of things that should be jumping out at you. So, Christian, I'm going to ask you the hardest question of the day. What does Nebuchadnezzar do for a living? Like, what's his title? He's the king. How do you know that? <laughs> Did you notice that basically every time we said the man's name in 7 verses, it was Nebuchadnezzar, the king. The king. Why is that the case? This is one of those we've said this before. I think we've said this before here. If not, we've said it before on a Sunday morning. One of your rules for your Bible is when you're when you're reading something and you feel like something's kind of being hit upside the head, you're being hit upside the head with something like a frying pan, pay attention to that. It's important. So who on the totem pole of human government is higher than the king? No, uh, nobody. Nobody. Not well, and in on the, I'm in the human, human totem pole, I yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm qualifying carefully here. Yeah. So and in this world especially, when you sit upon the top of the totem pole, who gets to change that or argue about that? In this world especially? Well, no one. Nobody. Yeah. As the great prophet Mel Brooks once said, it's good to be the king. It's good to be the king. good to be the right. king. You get to play chess with real live people and execute them when they're done. <laughs> mm. If you've never seen that movie, you're doing well, don't watch it. <laughs> Mel
1: so,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, Mel, Mel's awesome. you would have been awesome. canceled
1: in five minutes I in our society. Know.
0: That's why you have to enjoy the blessings that God provides in the moments that he provides them. For sure. <laughs> For sure. So <clears throat> Nebuchadnezzar is, as much as any human being can be at any point in history, as close to all-powerful as people get. That's one of the reasons why you get this constant drumbeat of Nebuchadnezzar the king, Nebuchadnezzar the king, Nebuchadnezzar the king. You're being reminded that when he says jump, People don't ask how high. They just, they start, just start jumping. jumping. Yeah. Because he, he decrees, so it is written, so it shall be done. Nice. You know, that's why the Herald makes his announcement like he does. No, 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 no. We're not debating about this. We're not talking about this. There's no, there's no we, Kimo Sabi. There's me and you doing what I tell you to do, okay? Right. That's how this is supposed to work. Now, Christian, also, what would be the problem with this setup? I mean, it's almost like, I mean, why gold? Does it have to be gold? Isn't there anything shinier in the world than gold? I mean, silver would have been shinier, I would
1: think. Uh, yeah, but I, I guess it goes on, you know, how, how much it's worth. It's the most precious metal. I would
0: assume. But let's, yeah. let's just sit there and think about the, you know, the people <clears throat> gathered around worshiping a golden thingamabob. Christian, if I describe it like that, what do you immediately start to picture? The golden calf. You you immediately picture the calf. See, I think there's a reason why things are chosen the way that they're chosen and why Scripture presents things the way it presents them. The idea is the Bible's not supposed to be complicated. I get in trouble with folks when I say this, but the Bible's not supposed to be complicated. Are there complicated pieces? Yes. Are there deep theological riches that you need to work hard to get to? Also yes, but the general idea of Scripture should not be complicated. So when you see something like that, go, you know, I'm being reminded that maybe idolatry is not a good idea, and it ends badly. And I have a, I have a vivid image of that from Israel's history in the midst of their redemption that should point me to what this ending looks like. Right. So when I see golden image, I should immediately be like, no, 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 this is a problem. This is bad. This is how people end up in really bad places. <coughs> Same thing here. So let's continue. For this reason, at that time, certain Chaldeans came forward and brought charges against the Jews. Remember, we have Jews running around in Babylon because... Um, We are in the midst of the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem, so we've had various people brought away in exile at various times. There's an exile at 605, that's uh, Daniel and crew. There's an exile at 597, that's Ezekiel. And then there's another further, well, not as much of an exile, but there's some exile at 586. 586 is really more of a an annihilation than an exile. So you really get more people put to the sword than you do carried off in chains to Babylon in 586. The main exiles were kind of a warning to Israel and to Judah and Jerusalem going, hey, you mess with the bull. You're going to get the horns. Pay attention here. So these guys have been around for a while. And with that, they've already butt heads. You can go read chapter one and chapter two and kind of see how faithful Israelites are kind of scrubbing up against the Babylonian culture in ways that are not pleasant for either side.
1: Right, right.
0: So this is where things begin to come to a head. So they bring charges against the Jews. They responded and said to Nebuchadnezzar the king, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, and bagpipe, and all kinds of music is to fall down and worship the golden image. But whoever does not fall down in worship shall be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. There are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the administration of the province of Babylon. you notice the little knife twist there at Nebuchadnezzar the king? Mm -hmm. Certain Jews whom you have appointed. Namely, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego by the way, just because I like showing off, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. Mm. These men, O king, have disregarded you. They do not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Now, any of that a lie? Any, any of that an untruth here? No, not at all. If you're ever wondering what Peter is talking about when he talks about their accusations be a form of righteousness in 1 Peter, was it 1 yeah, Peter 2? This is two? a pretty good demonstration. This is good. The only accusation they got is, oh yeah. They're worshiping Yahweh and not you. What are you going to do about that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, the world may call that unrighteousness. You you would call that faithfulness to the highest order. This This is a true accusation. They're not falling down and worshiping. They're not participating in the idolatry. They are not forsaking the right worship of Yahweh for the pagan idolatry of Nebuchadnezzar and whatever, you know, critter he has assembled on the plains of Babel there, you know where Nimrod had, had, had founded a city. Right. I mean, this is, this is a true accusation. This is only a problem if Nebuchadnezzar the king thinks he is the king. Right.
1: They, they believe themselves to be deity, gods.
0: Agreed. And this becomes the problem. Now, let's take a time out real quick. Mm-hmm. Christian, in 2022, your government, if it is not in submission to God, is no different. Your administrative hierarchy, if it is not in submission to God, and please, please hear me when I say that, okay? I, please, okay, understand where I'm trying to make the caveats where they belong, but if your administrative structure is not in submission to God, it believes the same way. Right. This is the world. We've said this before. The government that forgets God is a government that seeks to become God.
1: Right, and and it's interesting, just as it you know it, it mentions Nebuchadnezzar the king, it also it talks about the satraps and the prefects and uh-huh. the governors several times. Yeah,
0: this is in a full administrative state. Right. Right. This this is not just Nebi, old Nebi and his chocolate bunny. And if you don't get that reference, then Oh <laughs> love that. Yeah, there you, are. the bunny, the <laughs> bunny. Oh, we love the bunny. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Veggie Tales, if you yes. guys haven't, haven't heard that
0: before, it's the Veggie Tales. I don't up. want a plate in a fork and a bunny, I just want to, tell I don't want to tell you a joke that is funny, I just want a fork and a plate and a bunny. That's the song. I knew mm-hmm. I'd get it eventually. Those little, those little skinny asparagus ladies singing. Yep. Um, I think they were asparagus. Is it asparagus? Is that the plural of an asparagus? Is it asparagus? asparagus?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. These are now the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Yes, these are
0: hard-hitting questions you demand answers to, right? Right. So, no. This is not just old Nebby waking up and going, you know, I I, I got an idea. Let's let's do this. This is a full-blown administrative function from top to bottom.
1: Yeah, I think what's at the at the root of this, though, is is, is the Babylonians are mad at Nebuchadnezzar for appointing these Jews
0: mm-hmm. in,
1: in, a, in a high oh, station in their, in their kingdom. Well, because
0: remember, why are they in this position? Well, because they're smarter than you, for they're one. better at this than you, and right. they're blessed of God. Why right. have they been blessed of God? Because God is being faithful to his remnant, as he has always promised to be. Amen. So because of that work of God, they are smarter. They're not right. smarter just because Jews are smarter than Babylonians. They're smarter because God has blessed them because they have remained faithful by his calling. That's what's going on here, and again, this is why. Or maybe, maybe, maybe should think. But maybe I should. Maybe I should summarize this. Maybe I should summarize this this way. You say that five times fast. Oof. If the world hates you, know that it hated me first. Yeah. See this. You want to see what this stuff looks like in action. This is why you get the historical portions of your Old Testament. Is what Jesus is teaching you in his earthly ministry is not. It's not like Jesus is just sitting around, you know, on a rock one day, staring at the sunset, going, you know, I think when my, when my disciples are persecuted, a good comfort to them will be a reminder that the world didn't like me more. I think that will... Guys, come here. I got one for you. That's not how this went down. Remember, Jesus is not, you know, a, a shampoo model, you know, sitting there just flipping his flowing locks into the wind, you know.
1: Fabio or he, he's whatever. not like
0: the skinny Fabio with a nice beard. That's not how this was supposed to go down. He is building upon... The history of God's work in Israel, which is supposed to be the people of God, he is building upon the consistent testimony that he has been a part of, by the way. Don't forget that part. He is building upon the consistency of God and his work for his people at all times. He's just now literally and figuratively putting flesh on the teaching. Right both in his person and in his ministry, which is, again, why the apostolic witness. This is why I love quoting from Gospels when trying to explain the epistles of the New Testament because it's like, hey, where did James get these ideas? Jesus. Where did Paul get these ideas?
1: Jesus. Jesus.
0: Where did Peter get such radical ideas? Jesus. And that's why you can see Paul so easily quoting Old Testament law and Old Testament wisdom because what he's really quoting is Jesus. He's quoting the same consistent teaching down through the ages. This is, a, this is a constant war between the world that is in rebellion to God, hating him, seeking to undermine him, and, the, and those that Christ has redeemed out of that world. And you're seeing that now in full blow. So, Nebuchadnezzar, in a rage and anger, gave order to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these men were brought before the king don't you love that what (laughs) they don't worship me in my image Ah! yeah this is like a four-year-old having a tantrum exactly
1: nebuchadnezzar
0: responded and said to them is it true shadrach meshach and abednego that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that i have set up like you know you know, this is like when you're, when you're a parent and your kid has done something dumb and you know they did something dumb and they know that you know that they did something dumb and you ask them that they did it just so they can come clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you're giving yeah. them the chance, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're ready, <laughs> I think I've said that to my children before. If you're ready, <laughs> at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, and bagpipe, and all kinds of music. I love that. There is no music in Babylon not geared towards their pagan worship at this point. Right. It's all-encompassing. Yeah. It is everywhere. Yeah.
1: This whole thing is a, it's like
0: a polemic. It is. You know, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Fall down. Worship the image that I have made. Very well. Like, if you do that, we're going to strike up the band in a minute. And if you can find it within yourselves to do what you're supposed to do, right. then we got no problems here. We're good. But, there's always a but, isn't there? This is a big one, though. If you <laughs> do not worship, you will immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And, this is, this is where it gets good, what God is there who can deliver you out of my hands. Now, Christian, you're screaming the answer, obviously, but I want you to realize that this is always remember. Okay, I'm going to borrow another book. You ready? Bible trivia time. Okay, right, we'll, well, Lou will answer on your behalf. Okay. You ready, Lou? I'm going to try. All right. <laughs> I feel like Regis suddenly. <laughs> Do you want to phone a friend? No. <laughs> In the epic decision and discussion between God and Satan concerning Job, hmm. who brought Job's name up? It was God. God did. Yeah. God did. God did. Oh, I messed it up. Are you sure? Do you want to lock in that answer? Is that your final answer? That's my final. <laughs> Do you want to poll the audience? <laughs> audience, help me out. I, I, I. No, it, God brings up Job, not Satan. We always forget that. God is picking the fight with sin and iniquity, has been from the very beginning. God is picking the fight. He picked the fight in creation. See, you, you want to eliminate sin. Like, think about this for a sec. You're—we're going to go into some dangerous footing. You ready? You're an almighty, omnipotent, omnipresent deity. Mm. What should you not do in order to keep sin out of your existence from before your presence? What should you never do? How about create sinful people?
1: Oh, I gotcha. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Well, the, the, the problem is, cre- is they weren't created sinful. great!
0: But-, but is God surprised by their sin? Is no. the omnipotent, mm-hmm. almighty surprised by their sin? No, no. so God knows they're falling.
1: Yeah. You know, so the land that was slain before exactly. the foundation. Exactly, which means
0: yeah. before the creation, God picked a fight with sin.
1: Yeah, he had a plan too.
0: God, pick, God picked that fight. God decided that he wanted to go down that road. He's doing the same thing. He does the same thing with Job. Absolutely. He's doing the same thing here. He's picking a fight with Nebuchadnezzar the king. How is he doing that? By strengthening and undergirding Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael.
1: Yeah, this the story is very similar to the Exodus, you know, where where the people were being taken out of, of Egypt, and, 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 you know, Pharaoh didn't know mm-hmm. the God of the Hebrews, right? So uh, he's letting him, he's making his presence known. And, you know, just like Pharaoh did what he did, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar is declaring himself to be even more powerful than the God of creation.
0: mm mm-hmm. Lou's giving me weird looks because my right hamstring just cramped up. Oh, my goodness. Oh. That was a good one, huh? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to get that worked out before I had to talk again. Oh, oh my. Wow, that whole thing just seized up like a rocket. I'm sweating. <laughs> Ouch.
1: Oh. I'm glad you didn't fall down that, that set oh. of stairs there.
0: Okay. They talked about random things that happened during the middle of a, of a theology lesson. Okay so shadrach meshach and abednego it still hasn't let go yet shadrach meshach and abednego replied to the king this is where we started oh nebuchadnezzar (laughs) is that that not the most condescending way you could start that out what was missing oh nebuchadnezzar forever no no didn't you in your own head say the king yeah they didn't oh nebuchadnezzar we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from your furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But, even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. See, that's where it's supposed to be. And you know the end of the story if you don't go finish reading it because it's worth it.
1: Right and this is not actually yeah. the first time that these these people are trying to get the Jewish people who you know Nebuchadnezzar set up above them killed they They pay for it in the end, just like always every you know everything that you read in in the scriptures you 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 see this consequence of sin being played out and 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 how God judges them.
0: now why does this matter? you ready? yeah. Churchgoers were left stunned after a West Australian police officer patrolled the pews of Catholic Church halfway through a mass to check masks. I want you to process that. look, regardless of how you feel about vaccines, masks, COVID, or any of it, I want you to imagine being in a church and the cops are strolling the aisles checking to make sure you 're in government compliance that 's not china
1: with with guns drawn, right
0: I think so i, I don 't remember exactly, but The evening mass at St. Bernadette's Catholic Church in Perth was abruptly halted as a police officer ensured that parishioners were abiding by the mask rules. Masks were made mandatory for all indoor settings in Perth on January 16th to combat rising COVID-19 cases under the direction of Western Australia Premier Mark McGowan. Parishioners were quoted in the media describing the confronting scene of law enforcement in full uniform, checking that those praying were fully masked. Maybe they weren't drawn, but they they were at least present. Mm -hmm. Again, this is... That's not how this is supposed to go. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I don't think many people have, certainly not in this country. It's pretty troubling to see the liturgy that you love being stopped by police. Can you imagine the middle of a church service? A cop walking and be like, no, 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 before you continue, priest, I, I need to check some things.
1: Yeah, stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Yeah, according to witnesses, police entered the church, halted the mass before telling the clergy they had received reports of people not wearing masks. Dun, da,
1: That reminds me of that time we had that gentleman come in here to ask us to stop the hunting on the farmer's property or whatever. He said said something similar to the neighbor, didn't
0: he? Yeah. About us not
1: wearing— Yeah, yeah, you got to love it.
0: Now, okay, why do we care? Because, once again, the government that forgets God is the government that seeks to become God. Always has, always will. There's, there's not another way that this goes. And, and look, you may be sitting there going, well, you know, it's just a police officer checking on things. They are not Nebuchadnezzar the king. And even Nebuchadnezzar the king wasn't Nebuchadnezzar the king. Mm-hmm. This is the reminder that, Christian, as you live, you have to make up your mind and decide up front where you stand, Why you stand and what would cause you to not stand. Because if you're Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the answer was we serve God. I don't care what Nebuchadnezzar the king says. I don't care what the satraps and the prefects and the governors and the judges and the bad, I don't care what they say. God has declared what is good and right, Mm -hmm. and I will follow that. Now, you mentioned before we got started that, you know, maybe that we could have even used the example from. John MacArthur. From John MacArthur's church, mm-hmm. or the church that we've—I think we we've talked about the church up in Canada.
1: We, do, we did. We did. And you're to
0: the point now where you have to say, which one up in Canada? Because right. the Polowski, Polowski, however you say his That's name. That's the one I was thinking he of. He was arrested, but there was also the guy that the, um, the guy in the western part of the country who was arrested and arrested. spent a couple weeks in jail. Yep. They closed down that church. I mean, why? Yeah, it's and pretty you, close to home. And you may, And you're saying, well, it was public health. Public health is not God. God is God. Mm -hmm. You have a command to be faithful unto him. Now you're going, well, that doesn't mean I have to be a church. You know who you have to make that decision with? You and God. You can say that, well, it's not wise for church to gather. You know who needs to make that decision? The people in charge of that church. Because they answer to God first and foremost. They give an account to him for their instruction. They give an account to him for their action and their shepherding. Not to you and not to government. Therefore, you better decide, Christian, where you stand and why you stand. Because if you don't, you're not gonna be able to stand for very long because the demand is coming. And COVID and banking and whatever it is that you may think they're gonna go with next. You know, pick your conspiracy theory. My goodness, I didn't think the conspiracy theorists were that right until, you know, like 20 minutes ago, and it's all of a sudden like, you know, guys. They're starting to make too much sense. I want the tinfoil hat guys to be crazy again, okay? Right. I, there's a t-shirt we should make. Make tinfoil hats crazy again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's a t-shirt we need. Right. It, it, you know? it, it makes a statement, and people might get it. Uh, but
0: what it, what it boils down to is if you can't justify your actions, you cannot ground your decision-making upon Christ, then you start. You need to start questioning why you're doing what you're doing. Because then you don't realize how quickly the world influences mm-hmm. and how much the tide around you shifts and shakes you. And if you are grounded on Christ and you can justify and you think you have wonderful reasons, fine, awesome, good job. I'm not here to argue with you, okay? What I am here to do is to warn you that are you ready to tell them to go take a long walk off a short pier because I serve God and not you? Right.
1: Well, I think the book of Daniel was a really good uh, centerpiece to discuss these things because it's just full of these examples of people who choose to worship God in the way that he has defined them to worship and not to fall down and worship the golden calf or to stop praying.
0: And if you don't think this is going to be a bigger deal as time goes by, um, did you watch any of the Supreme Court confirmation today?
1: I I did not, but I've heard... You're a better
0: person. What's a woman? (laughs) They asked her that. Oh, my. And you know what her answer was? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Now, that may sound silly, and you're going to see a lot of people on one side of the aisle defending that, and another side of the aisle dunking on that. The problem is that we're in a position that that question needs to be asked, and we're in a position where that question was answered in that manner. In other words, what exactly does our administrative state serve?
1: Well, they're trying to change the narrative of this entire world. Agreed. Not just of the United serve, States of America. Because they serve what? Yeah. They serve the government, the government. that forgets God mm-hmm.
0: seeks to become God. Right. Will you we will grant you your freedoms. We will grant you your pronouns. We will grant you your definitions. In other words, we'll approve of everything. And if we don't approve of it, then it's obviously not good for you. Because we're from the government. Yeah, the logic and we're of here of this to help
1: world is, is, is I mean, you gotta stand on your head. You gotta I mean there's just all kinds of things you have to uh, 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 do in order to make that even sound right. I mean it what is a woman?
0: I mean Oh what? Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. We do not need to right. give you an answer concerning this matter. Right. That ma- why right. don't they need to give yeah, you an answer? So because you know why? Because we all Because Nebuchadnezzar knew what the answer was. And they knew that Nebuchadnezzar knew what the answer was. That it wasn't going to change. That we've been down this road discussing what we're going to do before. And we're going to be down this road again. You already know. We know. The question's going to become Christian. Do you know? Are you like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, willing to be faithful to the fiery furnace? Are you, like James, willing to be faithful unto death when they chuck you off the side of the temple?
1: I'm not so sure that many people would be that faithful today. But I, I know that there are some out there Oh, well, there's plenty.
0: And here's will, the thing. But, I'm not telling you you need to have yeah. that strength right now. You'll get the grace by the Holy Spirit when, when, right, when right. the time comes. But what I am saying is, are you grounding and preparing yourself for, with the recognition that nobody survives life?
1: Right. And
0: that our call is to be faithful when life is easy and when life is miserable.
1: Right. One thing I know for sure is that our country, our people, we haven't seen the type of uh, of persecution that other countries like China or, you know.
0: And this is my point. Does your gospel strengthen you to stand firm when times are most miserable? If it does not— you got, a wrong gospel. you got the wrong gospel. All
1: right, I was going to say
0: there's only one. If if yeah. if it does not, then you have the wrong standing. If your gospel is not preparing you to say, "O oh, King, our God will deliver you from," or "Will deliver us from your hand," but even if He does not, no.
1: Yep, that's, that's, that's your the mentality. If your I gospel
0: have. is not Christ above all. It is not the gospel. If your gospel is not God first and last, then it is not the gospel. If your gospel is not you need to live in submission to God or else his wrath be upon you, then it is not the gospel. If your gospel is not I serve God regardless of what you called me to, then it is not the gospel. God has a standard. God has a calling. God has a spirit that empowers. And if we're serving something else wait for it, we're not serving God. And this is where the challenge comes in. Is you, this is why I said, look, if you can give your answer and you can feel like you can stand before God with a clear conscience based on this teachings of scripture, God bless you. Go for it. But if you cannot, evaluate now. Not five minutes from now. Now. Because the work that God is doing is a work that changes people. It is a work that empowers his people. Empowers them to do what? To walk for him in this world, regardless of what the world may throw at you. And you may be saying, well, the world's not throwing fiery furnaces at me. I get that. And they may never. <clears throat> Excuse, me. Excuse me. Sorry about that. It may never throw fiery furnaces at you. But the world that says, oh, before you pray, Before you gather, before you teach, before you celebrate communion, let's make sure that you do our thing first. I mean, this is what most early Christians died for. It's a pinch of incense. You're not saying that Caesar's better than God. You're just saying that you'll respect and honor Caesar, that he's Lord of Rome. That's not so bad, is it? You're not saying that he's better than Jesus. You're they just... knew
1: full well what that meant. Oh, That's I know why they that. Refused to do it. But
0: this is but this is the lie. Yeah. In other words, how, okay, you've heard Did me God say this really before. Say, yeah. How many lies are there? There's, There's one. one. <laughs> and what is it? Did, Did God, God really, really say? say? Yeah. That's what's going on. So, in other words, I mean, just just process. And again, you and I are both. It's well documented. We're we're not exactly on the fence about the Roman Catholic Church. Right. Right. But in this instance. They were right, patrolling the mm-hmm. aisles during the mass, yeah we've reached a level where government is not only becoming God but is also telling you that they are God, because yeah. my thing is so if somebody doesn't wear their mask, you're throwing them out of a church, you're throwing them out of the worship of God as they have as they have rightly defined it right. that's that's a bridge that Tell me that's really that far out of fiery furnace. Tell me how the principle is different.
1: I think it's very close, and that's why I really like yeah. the passage that you chose yeah. to. Even if to the
0: outcome is the talk same, talk about these things. If the outcome is even if the outcome is different, I mean, there's a difference between getting chucked into the fiery furnace and being chucked into the the holding cell until you post bail. But what's different principally? I don't think there is one.
1: I don't, I don't do don't this see.
0: or else. Right,
1: and they're usurping the authority of God. And putting themselves in the place of God.
0: So once again, Christian, yeah. who are you? Why are you? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for your life going forward? Because this stuff matters. And again, if you can't say, even if he does not, no. Then you've got the wrong Christ. And as Second John would tell you, if you've got the wrong Jesus, you don't have the Father. And if you don't have the Father, then your sin still abides upon you. And the comfort is that all that come, all that the Father has given, he will cast out none. Repent, strengthen your heart, be empowered by the Spirit, and walk faithful. Because that's the call each and every day. And that, well, I'm not ready for this. I get that. Mm -hmm. Start getting ready. How do you start getting ready? I'll be faithful then because I'm faithful now. I'll be faithful now because I'm focused upon him, grounded in his word, guided by his Spirit, trusting in him and him alone. I don't fear them. Because I have him. If that's not you, get there. Yep. Get there now. You gotta work on it. Because that's what Christ is working on, and that's what he's calling to. Have we missed anything? I don't think so. So what have we learned here today, children? (laughs) Should I do this in my herald voice? Let's do it. God rules and reigns. Pagan governments do not care about God. And God's people must be prepared to walk against the world. I need to do my Herald voice for contramundum, things. Contramundum, huh? Yes, contramundum. We are all Athanasius today. All right. You guys know the drill. We are trying to get back to regular life and keeping a regular schedule. My wife's over her surgeries, hopefully. Yours is maybe facing another one. So Yet another. Yeah. I apologize for the calendar and not getting more stuff up there. It's just life has been weird lately, and it's just going to have to keep being weird until probably until Jesus comes back. So. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy us when you get us. We'll get you stuff when we get you. Until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. Bye.